This is Sustainer Rumble, the podcast that explores critical issues on sustainable development. Here are your hosts, CK and Jonas. What up, boys and girls? You are your Brody, CK, and Jonas. Guess who's who? But kidding aside, I'm CK, and here is my sustainer buddy, Jonas. Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Sustainer Rumble, and we are related to that you are listening to us right now. You are officially baptized into our so-called Sustainer Army. Yes! Salute to you, our fellow comrades, our brothers and sisters in arms in driving the change we really wanted to achieve for ourselves, our families, and the future we owe to the next generation. So, let's get down to business, shall we? Let's kick it off, CK. Alright, so think about this. Whenever we discuss the future, we always consider what we did in the past. We always ask the questions of, how did we get here? What did we do to achieve this? And what else can we do to push further? What is usually never asked is, you know what? What have we done wrong? Fun fact. It has been more than 300 years since the invention of a steam engine, giving birth to the so-called Industrial Revolution. Since then, we have built the car, the ship, the plane, the telegraph, the phone, the internet, big factories, high-rise presidential buildings, shops, malls, and areas of structural development. We tend to forget how we got here caused a change that we could not go back to, if we go to business as usual. We mean the continued use of resources that will damage the environment, imbalanced relations among communities, and economic growth that in the short term could go up to the roof and then suddenly tumble down. Exactly. One of the most prominent examples of a business as usual case is what we are experiencing right now. COVID-19 is showing the world something to think about. What we are now realizing is that one question should be asked. Um, well, how do we move forward and get everyone in the world to grow together? But in a way that no one gets left behind. How do we live in a better world where there is a positive economic growth with less inequalities between ourselves and our surroundings and between ourselves and our neighbors? In short, how do we progress in ways that we should also grow everything around us? The answer? Sustainable development. But what is sustainable development? Is it a program or idea related to real estate and construction? Or perhaps a program in college? It sounds so academic, don't you think? Oh yeah, it definitely sounds like... Oh my god, this is like a university term. Very, very academic. And Jonas, it doesn't just sound academic. In fact, it's also relatively new. Oh yes, indeed. Well, you know that the term was first first coined in um, 1987 on the issue of how to reduce excess forest cutting and add more trees in the environment. Since then, it's been expanded to include the seas, the skies, the land, our homes, our workplaces, our schools, and even with each other. The root words sustain and develop are stressed into sustainable development, which means that we need to think of ways that we could all continue to grow together without pushing a major part of our world deep down to the ground. Hmm, interesting. Why does it seem as if almost every important thing in this world sound very foreign for most people, Jonas? Think about this. Go to your favorite mall 
And when you ask about what sustainable development is, to every single one you come across, they'll be like, what are you talking about? Or even worse. Honestly, you know, it's not their fault for not even recognizing what the term means. It even becomes confusing to the point of confrontation. When you ask them again and again, they'd be like, Or in English, it translates as, Is it something that could fill my stomach? Well, it's indirectly a big yes. A resounding Y-E-S. It plays a part in literally how you live your life every single day with every single act and choice you make. It is as if you are immersed with it and that anything you do is all interconnected. So guys, we go back then to the question, what is sustainable development? In simple terms, sustainable development is about leaving no one and nothing behind despite continuous economic progress. In Filipino, it translates to what, Jonas? Yeah, in, in Filipino, it would mean, you know, those very, very catchy phrases as, Walang iwanan sa bahay ni kuya. Uh, oops. <laughs> I see what you did there, man. <laughs> oh my God, did I just say that? Anyway, there's also, um, Bayan ni Juan. Or just, you know, Walang iwanan. You know, just that term, walang iwanan. That's all there is. Two words that very, very much, you know, exude or, you know, possess a lot of power. Definitely. It is about considering the well-being of all living things and creating a world that values virtue and balance to uplift all of society's stakeholders with minimal to zero destructive changes around us. I repeat, all of society's stakeholders, the people, the animals, and nature. This is where your cue in that high school musical song that goes like, We're all in this together. <laughs> oh my God, don't, please, please, don't make me start. But anyway, try to repeat these words into your head and it sounds like a utopic Star Trek into, you know, like universe. However, is this not the most ideal dynamic there is? You see the emergence of strong figures and advocates like the barely legal Swedish lady named Greta Thunberg, a former vice president of the United States named Al Gore, and various groups and influencers all over the world that unite against environmental and social destruction and the poor governance that leads to it. Now that we know that these issues do exist, you might ask, don't we have concrete programs in place to address them? We actually do! As a matter of fact, it was thrusted upon the world stage when the United Nations or the UN launched the Sustainable Development Goals or SDGs in 2015. The mission, Achieving a Sustainable World by 2030. The SDGs are composed of 17 domains, which include Number 1. No poverty Number 2. Zero hunger 3. Good health and well-being Number 4. Quality education 5. Gender Equality Number 6. Clean Water and Sanitation 7. Affordable and Clean Energy Number 8. Decent Work and Economic Growth 9. Industry, Innovation and Infrastructure Number 10. Reduced Inequalities 11. Sustainable Cities and Communities Number 12. Responsible Consumption 13. Climate Action Number 14, Life Below Water 15, Life on Land 
Number 16, Peace, Justice, and Strong Institutions. And 17, Partnerships for the Goals. Now that is a lot to process one by one and we are not here to dive into each one right here, right now. I tell you, your brain might explode. Okay, I can go on right now. <laughs> Sorry about that, CK. Um, but what is important is that you need to remember that all of these 17 goals were defined because of the issues that have sprung up far and wide now affect every aspect of anyone's life. And these goals are not isolated from one another. In fact, they affect each other. Just like how the ocean naturally says nothing to the shore, just waves, or statuses on Facebook with comments attached to them. You might ask, has there, been not, uh, has there not been something that you know, governments and policymakers are supposed to work on for the prosperity of all? So 2015 was the start of the sustainable, I mean, the sustainable development being really a development language. That is Jofti Villiana, the Executive Director for the Center for Policy Studies and Advocacy for Sustainable Development. So that was uh, SDGs was uh, building on the achievements of the Millennium Development Goals or the MDGs. So when it was adopted in 2015, the Philippines supported it. So that's why it developed or crafted exec- the Executive Order Number 27, Series of 2017, which directs all government agencies and LGUs to implement the Philippine Development Plan and the Philippine Investment Plan of 2017 to 2022 until the end of the Duterte administration. And these two documents were developed with SDGs as basis. So when they adopted SDGs, they put it in in these two documents, which is the guiding documents of the Duterte administration. And then there are other government documents which develop uh, next, like the Ambition 2040 of NEDA and the President's Zero to Ten Point Socioeconomic Agenda. So, and then they... Um, delegated or assigned the Philippine Statistics Authority as the official repository of data and information on SDGs. And through PSA, it developed 155 indicators for the 17 goals and the 97 targets. And in 2019, just recently, the Philippines uh, submitted a voluntary national review of the SDGs which was, I think, researched by the Philippine Institute for Development Studies, or PIDS. So, those uh, voluntary national review, they looked into SDG 4, which is quality education, decent work, which is SDG 5, inequality, SDG 10, climate action, SDG 13, peace, justice, and strong institutions, SDG 16, and then the last SDG, 17, which is the partnerships. So those are the governance mechanisms uh, of, those are the governance mechanisms with which um, uh, government uh, really, uh, para in-integrate nila yung SDGs into government, or to govern. Is there anything that holds us back in terms of the implementation of these programs? Yeah, um, okay. So those are the governance mechanisms and all, but, However, despite all these developments, uh, 
uh, in all those SDGs or in all those gumawa ng policy instruments. There are policy instruments. So, so uh, but, but the spotlight report of Social Watch International included that governments are off track in achieving the SDGs. Then why? Because behind these ideal goals and targets lie the fact that structural reforms or long-term reforms need to be done in order for the SDGs to succeed. And at this point, it failed, at this point, uh, it failed to turn the transformational vision of the 2030 agenda into real transformational policies. Structural transformation has to start at the local and national level. So there are a lot of homework to be done in order for us to achieve the entire SDG 17. In addition, most of the time we look into the doables or the short-term advantages which trumps long-term advantages. So uh, what we do is we put on uh, not really practical solutions but those doables, those low-lying foods as we call it in development work. But at the, at, uh, most of the time, because of this uh, short-sightedness, we forget that there are uh, more long-term uh, reforms that we have to put in place in order for the SDGs to really uh, fly high in the Philippines. See, the problems are getting worse by the day, that's a fact. But let's focus our energies on what we can do to help in the fight, beginning from our homes and even the smallest of actions that we can decide to do every single day. That means, for example, Bringing your own coffee cup every time you order a latte at Starbucks. Or bringing reusable bags when you buy essentials at the grocery. Or breathing new life into your old clothes and avoiding buying more which you will soon not use after two years or so. We can also simply save on energy and water consumption as much as we can, support upcycled and recycled goods in the market and take part in initiatives where we can play a role in introducing change. All of these simple ways are about proactively abiding with sustainable practices that help reduce damages, but also those that do not uh, that want to do more than just reduce damages are well. There are tons of initiatives, programs, projects, and businesses out there that anyone can join to, and there are also those programs that show new projects in terms of mentorship, uh, management, uh, funding, and other valuable sources. And so we'll ask you, how would you like to take part? That is such an important critical question, Jonas. Thanks for raising that. We truly believe in the ability of brilliant minds and capable hands that all together create lasting solutions. Our capabilities are not to be underestimated. In fact, science has proven that us humans evolved and diversified effectively through collaboration, which brought us here today at Extreme Progress. Interestingly, the changes that were revolutionary were brought to the public through collaboration. I mean, think about it. You know, in the ancient times, the Mesopotamians introduced the wheel, you know, that circular object that makes things move from one point to another with ease. And every time I think about that, I uh, always sing, Jeepney Mang Huan, my Sorry about that. <clears throat> anyway, so again, another example is um, that between 300 and 100 BC, the Chinese introduced the compass and the paper that enable us to tell direction and write, respectively, up to this day. 
You got the Wright brothers that enabled us to fly with airplanes, uh, John Lennon and Paul McCartney with their gift to the world that is full of color. You got you know, MJ, uh, Scotty Pippen, Phil Jackson, and the rest of the 90s Chicago Bulls that showed that the team that has solid foundations, respect, teamwork, and trust, apart from their praying powers, of course, wins multiple championships. And the personal computer and the internet were in, you know, created by brilliant minds and organizations, both on the public and private sector, which has now expanded our capabilities even more to an imaginable scale. I want to stress this and say, to collaborate instead of to compete is in the heart of positive change. Yes, sir. As we have introduced the radical and game-changing instruments for thousands of years, sustainable development is not something that is achievable by one man. It starts with you, me, and all of us today. I only can only think of one. Joff Villena again. Um, it's people's participation in governance, in science and technology, in public financing, public health, Practically in all government activities, there should be people's participation because we are deciding for them. We are, all of us are decide, should be given the chance to decide how we will uh, want our lives to be in the next two, uh, 10 to 20 years. Um, people-centered and people-managed advocacy and service programs and so government to support these initiatives. So yun lang yung tingin ko kung makikita natin na nai-involve tayo. Di ba may quote si Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin, if you teach me, I will remember, uh, I, I, I might forget, I think. And then uh, sinabi din niya, yung pinakadulo ng sentence niya, I can't recall eh. Yung pinakadulo ng sentence sabi niya, uh, involve me and I will learn. So yun lang ang tingin ko posible na magbigay ng dynamic change, right? Ang domino effect. Walang, hindi totoo yung trickle down na sinasabi in economics. Kasi since time memorial trickle down na yung economics natin, pero wala naman nangyari sa trickle down. Tumakas pa lalo yung inequality and inequity sa society natin. So it doesn't work. So only by people's participation and involvement in very important governance and government activities we will be able to, for them also to trust us, trust the government, trust society, build the social capital with each other and strengthen solidarity. Yun lang ang tingin ko magbibigay ng change. Uh, very important change that will perhaps lead us to where we wanted to. So going back to the burning question, nakakain ba ang sustainable development? It'll be really funny to see it that way, but it ultimately affects how you live and survive for all your life. As we achieve a sustainable world, not only your stomach can be fallen well with savory food, but so will all 7.8 billion stomachs, including the birds of the sky, the fishes of the sea, and animals on land. On the next episode of Sustain a Rumble. 
What does it take to build an economy that values growth that is not only based on increasing profits, but also on the usefulness and importance of all living and non-living things in their respective communities? What does it take to build a society that envisions a world where the value of the now and the tomorrow is upheld, then sets in place a resilient system that is regenerative? And what does it take to educate a community to think of progress differently? Just imagine how a world will look like when nothing is thrown away where everything is rebuilt and revalued in a planet that is not exploited beyond its finite resources, and a society that fully supports and implements this kind of system. Tune in to the next episode of Sustain a Rumble as we explore how we can introduce a dynamic that challenges our current definition of wealth and progress, which in turn challenges an old system that is not equitable for all. Make sure to follow Sustain Rumble wherever you're listening to us right now and like and follow our social media pages that is at Sustain Rumble to receive constant updates on the things we talk about. Join our online activities and connect with our community of change makers for sustainability. Once again, follow the show on this app you're using right now and like our Facebook and Instagram pages at Sustain Rumble. Bella ciao.